As long as we've been uh, standing around, us bipeds have been looking up in the sky trying to figure out what's going on up there, that thing called the universe. Technology is quite amazing, and people have been using telescopes to go deeper and deeper into space. The problem is we've got a real issue out there that's becoming a little bit difficult to deal with, and that is satellites. There's currently over 3,300 operational satellites currently in orbit. That's right, 3,300. And it concerns people because of the growing demand for things like broadband and internet services. We could see, and this is not a joke, as many as 100,000 satellites in the next few years. And not only does that mean that you've got a real logistical problem trying to figure out who's where and what's what. But the satellites reflect sunlight, and they tend to cause bright trails across the night sky. You might have seen it. Now, it does absolutely impede what you would call crucial observations, and it corrupts astronomical data. But something I think is just real basic is weather. Now, where I'm going with this is the fact that we have a lot of people out there who would like to know what the real weather's all about. Oh. And you can't really get a good idea of, as to what the weather's all about because there's so much garbage up in the sky that it's causing a problem. Now, years ago, before Apple bought dark skies, it's an application that you used to get on the, the Apple platform. I've had it for years, and it was pretty cool. I mean, you had a really good sense for what was going on. The radar was fantastic. You could predict within minutes when rain was coming, but that's all pretty well done. It's a problem. Now, astronomers have long fought with technology, and tensions have become harder and harder and greater. You know, everything from cheap lights for public safety, factories that are on all night long, in the mid-1800s, big cities were so well lit that astronomers said, you know, you can't see the dimmest stars. It is a problem that is occurring everywhere across the world. Well, with that being said, what we're seeing is now SpaceX, which has already launched more than 1,300 satellites for its broadband. And as much as I like Elon Musk, I'm beginning to go, really? This is getting to be just a little bit ridiculous. They have plans to launch nearly 12,000 in total, and it's part of their Starlink program. Now, in the next few years, Amazon as well will launch about 7,000 satellites. And, you know, then you got China. China has two constellations, which, when complete, will be a total of 12,992. Let's round it off to 13,000. So for something as basic as your cell phone, internet, you know, the consequences are pretty real. Where is there a peaceful place anywhere where you can sit back and not be among people? Years ago, my wife and I used to go to Nevada. Outside of Las Vegas, there's a place where we enjoyed this really huge flat rock. It was a real climb to get to the thing. And you could lay on the thing, and it was just as warm as warm could be. And the night would be cool. And we could sit back, and we could look up and look at the stars. 
it wasn't fun anymore when you started seeing all the planes and you started seeing satellites. And it wasn't just a few. It was like there is no place you can go where you can just get some peace and quiet. Of course, if you go to the North Pole, you're likely to run into the Russians who are doing a lot of interesting things up there now. So there is an estimate that as much as 40% of the images that are being collected by something known as a wild, <laughs> wild, how's about this, wide field telescopes are basically useless. And something we should be concerned about is the fact that the International Asteroid Warning Network, which is pathetically underfunded, could be in jeopardy because we have all these radio telescope operators who are having a hell of a time to pinpoint mm, what's coming in. Is that a satellite? Is Was that a flash of light? Or is that a meteor coming in to make bad juju on the uh, world? So that's something to think about. It's something to talk about. It's something that uh, I would encourage you to um, have coffee, have a drink. And just think about what I just said. In the next few years, we are likely to go from 3,300 to as many as 100,000 satellites. And I'll give you something that will, I think, make you, well, maybe shake in your boots. Oh, me, oh, my. Now you understand why the Russians have the super high-speed rockets. They are blowing away the United States and everybody else when it comes to these hypersonic missiles. And the militarization of space is a real thing. I guarantee you the day is coming when they are, someone will. It's not going to be somebody in Bangladesh or Kuala Kuala Lumpur or <laughs> Timbuktu. It's going to be the Russians, it's going to be the Chinese, it's going to be somebody who is going to have one of these insanely high-speed rockets that's going to go up there and it's going to sprinkle pixie dust, whatever pixie dust it would be. It's going to wipe out a boatload of satellites. And if somebody wants to have a war, because everything is so technologically dependent now, I've always said this and want you to think about it. The last person with the last plane flying wins the war. All of our high-tech jets and a lot of our devices out there, oh, they're wicked. They tend to break real quickly. So you give me somebody who's got a gun that goes boom, everybody else's is done, that's the guy oh, no. who wins the war. You're listening to Johnny Nash, recorded on uh, Epic Records, 1971, released on June 23rd, 1972. Love this song. Absolutely love this song. Johnny recently died in Houston, Texas at the age of 80. Rest in peace, Johnny. October 6, 2020. Johnny collaborated with Bob Marley and a pretty cool rocker. Anyways, we'll be back tomorrow morning about 4 o'clock in the morning. That's when most of these will go up live. With that, we're out of here. Have a great day.